Good morning and welcome to the Lakers Lowdown. I'm Anthony Irwin. Today on the show, Jason Kidd gets introduced as the Dallas Mavericks head coach and takes a Lakers coach along with him. And some thoughts on Team USA now that it looks like there's going to be some overhaul because of the health and safety protocols. So all of that here in a bit. All right, so let's start with Jason Kidd being introduced in Dallas and uh, taking Greg St. Jean along with him. Uh, St. Jean has been on the coaching staff the last two years with the Lakers as an advanced scout and uh, players development coach. And look, when Kidd left the Lakers in the first place, there was some concern that he might take you know, some higher level assistant coach with him, not, not to diminish... Uh, St. Jean at all. Uh, I frankly don't know anything about the guy. But uh, it, when it comes to having to overhaul the bench unit that the Lakers had on in terms of coaches, the Lakers aren't going to have to do that as much. So I guess that's a that's a, a sort of a pause, uh, positive there. I'd still like to see some more offensive-minded coaches, but that just doesn't appear like it's going to happen. Uh, the other thing, too, in regards to Jason Kidd being introduced in Dallas, he talked about the process of learning in L.A. and the things that like he's a different coach now than he was a couple years ago in Brooklyn or a few years ago in Brooklyn. And that's notable just in the sense that this is a this is a, a, a an all timer in terms of a player. Right. He's a a top 10, top five, even point guard in the history of the game. And sometimes it's kind of difficult for guys like that to learn, uh, even if it's something that they are very new at. In, in Kid's case, he was very new to coaching. He was fairly raw, as uh, people who paid attention to him in those previous spots would say. And and then now he leaves the Lakers bench, having seen the organization necessary uh, to be successful as a head coach. When you're an assistant like we've seen this with with several head coaches where they were fantastic assistants and then they became a head coach and it's just not quite right it's not quite the same and that's because you become management you 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 are not only focused on the thing that is on your plate but you have to make sure everybody's plates are full and filled efficiently and so it was interesting to listen to Jason Kidd discuss the ways that the Lakers taught him some of that stuff um, and it speaks well to what the Lakers have in place right now, which, as I just said a second ago, isn't now in need of being overhauled because he is uh, he he the only coach that he took was a lowish level uh, assistant coach. So good stuff all around there. I I found the the answer in regards to mental health and the uh, input from the. Uh, Dallas organization in managing Jason Jason Kidd's off-court stuff. Uh, they certainly handled it better than the Blazers have to this point. Uh, and, and that's just going to be something to monitor from here on out. But in regards to what Jason Kidd said about the Lakers or referenced about the Lakers, that was certainly very interesting and speaks well to the organization that the Lakers have right now. It is a slower news day around the Lakers, uh, but there is a ton of news uh, and, and interesting stuff going on around the NBA and specifically with the uh, the American national team. Uh, it looks like 
Bradley Beal or, or Bradley Beal is going to miss the Olympics, so he is he is there is an open roster spot there, and there is some concern regarding Jeremy Grant in that same regard. So that leaves two roster spots that uh, the the U.S. national team has to try to fill uh, between now and the Tokyo Olympics. And one thing that I've I've watched in watching that team play together is, man, American centers, uh, because Anthony Davis uh, is not participating, American centers leave a lot to be desired and, and kind of feel like Rashawn Holmes would really help that team just in terms of, hey, there's a springy guy who you can just throw easy lobs to and take advantage of all the spacing that you're going to create with the number of shooters that the that the U.S. team has. Then the other thing, too, is there aren't very many just kind of nitty-gritty type players, the guys who just do the little things. Um, and, and this is a spot where I think the U.S. national team could serve to include or, or add a couple players who can do some of those things that stars just aren't normally equipped to do. Not equipped. They're all equipped to do those things. But they they don't necessarily think of those things as part of their job because on their NBA teams and over the course of their lifetimes, basically, they haven't had to do those things. They have always been the star. And so you kind of need somebody who's part of their approach to the game is those little, those small things, the screens that you set, the 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 extra rotation for a charge that you go out and take the uh the one the 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 willingness to make the assist uh instead of taking the shot when the ball is rotating over to the corner those kinds of things uh, are really kind of lacking on this team and and given the way that the game has advanced over the course of the last forever really uh, across the world you can't just throw star power together and, and have them hope to figure it out and just overwhelm, overwhelm these other teams across the world who are built like teams. Uh, that isn't, you know, and, and, and I think, you know, this, the reason I bring this up is because it kind of fills in, it, it fits in with some of the analysis regarding last year's Lakers team where you go out, you get the absolute ta- most talented players, and you hope that they slide into those roles. But sometimes they won't. Sometimes those roles just go unfulfilled, and and you're just left there with a bunch of guys who uh, are are not or, or are not ready or willing to do those small things that need to get done on good basketball teams. So that was just an interesting thing that I noticed from the national team, the men's national team, uh, and can also be applied to what we saw from the Lakers last year and will be applied to the Lakers roster this year as it comes into form. Not going to keep you around any longer than I absolutely have to, so I am going to let you guys go here on, on a little shorter than, than the last few shows. Uh, I do want to remind you about the article that Christian wrote about what it would take the Lakers to land Lonzo Ball. If you want to go back and listen to any of the shows from over the last week, whether it was my show with Ricky O'Donnell about uh, the Lakers draft options, whether it was the, the the podcast that Harrison and I recorded yesterday, uh, you know, for yesterday in regards to some of the guys at the end of the bench and the seasons that they had, include, and then also my thoughts on the entire Kyle Kuzma situation, all of that good stuff you can find here at Silver Screen and Roll and on the actual website. 
Until Monday, I'm Anthony Irwin saying have a good one.